Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. Today's episode is going to be so epic. We have an interview with none other than the Nathan Brooks. If you have heard that name before, you might have heard him on Bigger Pockets Podcast. He's been on there not once, not twice, but three times. It's crazy. Anyway, before we get into that, I need you guys to text house hacking, all one word, right? House hacking to 345 three, four, five. Okay. If you guys want to stay up to date on all the uh, different stuff that we have coming on, especially information for the book that we're about to launch in two weeks, I need you guys to go ahead and text that. That way you guys can stay abreast of what is going on, especially when we have meetups in your area. All right. Now let's kick it. Hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. I am literally at the edge of my seat right now. I'm so excited. I'm about to interview Nathan Brooks here. He is the CEO of Bridge Turnkey. Um, he's, uh, he's a father. He's a husband. He's got so much stuff going on. He's got amazing things to share with us. And he's also a real estate investor. So Nathan, what's going on, man? Mike, thank you so much for uh, having me on this uh, podcast. I love what you guys are doing, and uh, it's a great pleasure and honor to be, uh, be able to join you on this podcast and uh, talk some real estate. Yeah, super, super excited. Hey, uh, real quick, so you are on the Bigger Pockets podcast, right? Yes, sir. I've actually uh, I've been on three times. Three times. Yes. I think there's a couple of us, four or five. Um, I think it was 87, 159 and two, two something. I, I can't remember the other one. Oh man. Well, I'm definitely going to link as many of them as I can find about you there because guys, this dude has so much wisdom. It's amazing. I can't wait to, to deep dive in this interview, but thank you so much for taking your time and coming on our podcast. I mean, I feel selfish because I get to ask you some of these questions, but I'm also excited because our listeners get to hear you and it, it's great. Well, I'm pumped about it too and I uh, really appreciate it. And I, I, I love what you guys are doing and, and both in education and helping, helping uh, service members. And I thank you for your service as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, a little bit about your background and how you got started in investing. Yep. So um, I've been doing real estate for a little over 11 years at this point and uh, got started, you know, by accident. I was excited. I was listening, you know, to all these people buying and selling real estate and, you know, TV programs or whatever. And I'm literally sitting in a restaurant with my wife uh, who uh, we overhear this conversation about investing in real estate and literally, um, you know, talk to like the booth, you know, across the way. And as you know, I typically open my big mouth and do, and, uh, just started talking to this guy. And, uh, like a month, month and a half later, here I am. First day I bought a house, I bought two. Um, they were a complete disaster. 
the quote unquote business partner was oh, no. <laughs> terrible. Um, I bought more houses and screwed up everything I could possibly screw up. Uh, had no idea what I was doing, no vision for what the problem I was solving, no, you know, clear goals or expectations. I didn't know how to comp a property, you know, pretty much all of the things that you shouldn't do. Right. And, uh, I did them all. Uh, well, I'm sure there's maybe some out there that I have, you know, break the law and thankfully I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that's good. But, uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it all crashed and burned in uh, December of 09 and my wife and I went through bank- bankruptcy and uh, miscarriage in December of 09 and, um, literally, um, literally lost everything, you know, chapter 13. Sorry. And Hey man, uh, you know, so we had a decision to make and, we had to say, are we going to take the lessons of the the loss and pain and frustration, or are we going to, you know, push our chips in? And or, well, we already pushed our chips in. Are we going to we going <laughs> to quit the game? Right. 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 And uh, so, you know, it was a it was a tough um, decision to make. Mm. And uh, but ultimately, you know, we decided to get back after it. I really wanted to. I am not a quitter. I like to win. There you go. And uh, so I was not willing to accept that outcome. And uh, so then we started the over. All right. <laughs> and, you guys, <laughs> and you guys were successful. So, you know, that's that's awesome. You know, real testament to, uh, to your fortitude. Uh, that's that's crazy. There's perseverance for sure. And, you know, even now, uh, you know, we, we have a, a much bigger business and doing, you know, doing well, but, um, you know, there's always challenges, always problems at every level, every opportunity. And so, you know, I always, you know, just think about exchanging the current problems for better problems. Right. And, um, and, and, and then, you know, as you grow a team too, and having people, you know, make sure that they understand what the goals actually are. Right. And, um, and so that was, that was one of those things early on where I was, you know, it was just that ready, ready fire aim versus ready aim fire. And, and, uh, the more clear I became on my target, the more clear I was able to explain that. And, uh, you know, then as a company and our target, our, our, and then our culture, then, you know, the more clear I was able to, to help see that come to fruition, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, makes plenty of sense. You got to know exactly what you're looking at. Right. I mean, you said it yourself when you started, you had really no goals and no, uh, no vision, but yeah. I'm sure, you know, going through that foreclosure and, and whatnot, right. I'm sure that like <laughs> helped you see a lot clearer, like, Hey, this is where I don't want to be. So this is where I, we need to go. Right. Absolutely. It's a miserable experience, but you know, out of those things, you, <laughs> you, um, <laughs> you, like you said, you know, are you going to persevere through it or are you going to, you know, quit and not get back after it? And, mm-hmm. and then of course you have to learn the lessons from those things true. too. Very so. true. Right. Can you, um, do you mind just kind of going into a little bit of that foreclosure process? You know, I, mean, I think that, you know, this is something that everyone fears, yeah. right? It's definitely not something that it's people want to go into knowing that fail, but once you demystify some of the the craziness behind it, you know, I yep. think it allows a little more clarity in that light. So do you mind shedding some light to that? Sure. Well, there's, so there's the, the, the bankruptcy portion and then foreclosure, obviously of actually having a house foreclosed on. Um, we, 
we uh, fortunately didn't have the actual foreclosure happen because we ended up having the the house in the bankruptcy. So and I'm not an attorney by any means, uh, but basically there's you know chapter seven and chapter thirteen on the res on the on the personal side, and then there's a chapter eleven which is business. And so chapter seven is like there's parts and pieces that are put in there, and there's typically a payment plan. Um, like I said, I'm not an attorney. I, I don't know specifically, but yeah. like when we got, we, we filed chapter 13, which is literally everything. And so you literally sit in front of, um, you know, attorney, you go through everything that you own, all of the assets. So we own multiple, um, you know, properties at that time. And, um, they want to know how much they can collect on the debt that you have. Wow. And then you go sit in front of a trustee with me and my wife, which is absolutely one of the most awful experiences ever. Mm-hmm. And they basically try to figure out where you're, you know, any assets maybe you're hiding or you, you haven't disclosed or you haven't you know been honest about it and um, sit there and, and they go through all of your stuff Jeez, in, a, in front of, you know, however many people are behind you. Um, right. So uh, it's it's a it's a miserable experience, no yeah. doubt about it. I believe that I believe that, but you guys were able to persevere through it, you know, and that's again speaks volumes to your fortitude. So that's awesome, man. You just have to get back up, right? Got to get back up. Got to get back up. That's awesome. So yeah. so what were the kind of the building blocks that you used to uh, to get yourself to you know obviously where you are now, but even to a level where you felt like you were. Uh, you were above water. You finally had your head above water. You know, it just had, we had to have some income coming back in, mm-hmm. um, and, and stabilizing s- some of that. And then, you know, as far as, uh, just picking your own self up off the floor, you know, and, and cause there's a lot of emotional damage that can go through an experience like that. And, and deciding that, you know, it, naming the emotion, which has been fear and, and, um, embarrassment, some of those things that are associated with that experience, but then also saying, okay, well, I am not this, you know, I I've experienced this and now I have a choice to make. So, you know, for me, it was, it took me a couple of years and being told dozens of times, no, to get another property funded. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that person's become a mentor in my life and, and, uh, he had an incredible business and, and, um, you know, I, I've looked up to him and, and, and called him and talked to him about problems. And you know, this is somebody I literally just had seen and I saw his business. I saw that he was successful and I reached out to him and harassed him, frankly, wow. until he <laughs> would let me take him to lunch. I remember sitting there and him ordering like jambalaya or something. And I remember it was like 16 bucks and I ordered like a $6 meal because I was broke. <laughs> and, wow. and I'm terrified about how much the bill is going to be. And, um, you know, I just remember him kind of laying out like here's stools on my business and I, I make money from a brokerage and I make money from a real estate agents and I make money from my rentals and my flips. And, you know, wow. and I'm just like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, it was kind of a neat moment because probably in the last six months I had a conversation with him and I, we don't talk that often, but, um, he was like, you know, Nathan, your, your business is actually bigger than mine. Now you, you realize that, right? It's like, you don't have to call me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty <laughs> crazy. That is incredible, man. That's gotta be such a weird feeling too. It is a totally weird feeling, but you know, at the same time, I don't, I, I'm not for a second. Am I going to let myself kid myself that, you know, just because we can flip a hundred houses in a year or we mm-hmm. have multiple employees or any of this stuff, 
you know, or CEOs behind my name. It, it doesn't mean anything if I don't go do something about it. Right. You know, and we're not helping our clients every single day. So, but it's been, it's been a really incredible journey, you know, in, in, in this person, you know, even was the first funder of my first rental property. Uh, so I got a 50% loan at, you know, 10 or 12% or whatever it was. And, um, and so I, I finally got back on the train, but this guy really, it wasn't just about that property. It was an inspiration to see what a real, you know, built out real estate business looked like. And, and then nice. I, I could touch and feel it and see it and have a vision then of what I wanted mine to look like. Right. Right. Wow, man. That is, that's motivating as heck. That's crazy. And so, uh, <laughs> and so here you are now, you know, a product of your success, which, you know, is, is amazing. Um, so at that point, right, where you felt like you were above water, like, what did that look like? And did you have a few properties or was, you know, the business finally operating how you had envisioned? Like, what, what did it look like? You know, it, it, I think it's always, it always feels like you haven't achieved something looking forward and looking back. It's a perception of like, wow, that wasn't that bad or Oh, we we actually started doing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it was you know buying a couple of properties, buying a couple more, um, getting some joint venture deals going. A couple of them failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them were really successful. I still own you know eight or ten houses from that time when I when I was buying you know you know in that post bankruptcy. I don't really think about it in those terms anymore. Yeah, right, right. But um, it it definitely was it was still learning. And here's the other thing that I still didn't really understand my personality and my, what I call in my business, my superpower. And so I was still operating under false assumptions of the way that I could run my business and the way I could do business. And so as I started to understand my personality through things like a disc profile and sales assessments and stuff like that, I also started understanding, Oh, well, no wonder I'm terrible at details. Everything in my personality says you're not going to do them. (laughs) Hey, well, what a novel idea. (laughs) Well, all right. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, when I put myself in a position where I'm responsible to, you know, manage a bunch of details or something like that, um, and if you're listening, you know, doing a disc profile, all you have to do is Google Tony Robbins and disc and it's free D I S C. And you can go through that and, and kind of understand what type of person you are, or if you're leading a team, you know, we've had all of our staff do them as well. And so all of a sudden you can start speaking to the, the people who you're, you're talking with or like my spouse, my wife did it too. So we can, you know, look at it and actually say, okay, well, Hey Mike, I understand this is your personality. And so I'm asking you to do something that is, is against what your natural skills and abilities are. And so the more I started sitting in my superpower, building relationships, understanding how to put deals together, you know, setting vision, creating culture in my business, then the more successful I was able to see all those things, you know, all those little cogs. I'm a huge watch guy. So you think about, you know, (laughs) you have, you have all of the components of a watch and you have to have all of them moving in, in sync. Otherwise the watch doesn't run, right? It's very true. Yeah. So, you know, what kind of watch do you want? How sophisticated is it? You know, the more, you know, it's called movement, the movement of the watch. And so, you know, as your success grew, my, the movement had to get, had to grow with it. 
And, uh, and so the more I sat in that right spot in that watch and the more that all, you know, all of our people on our team, uh, sat in it, then that's when I started to, to be able to see the, the growth or, you know, feel above water. Uh, and, and also just being clear on like, what, what's my goal? How many houses are we doing? What, what kind of income do I want to make? How many properties do I want to own? Um, what is my goal for 2018? What is my goal for quarter four of 2018? You know, and then just kind of then, then putting the lens further out and say, okay, well, you know, what does 2019 look like? What is our, you know, top line revenue goal? What is our, you know, overall production goal? And then, and then this is the, the key too. If it's not for the client and it's not wholeheartedly true for them outside of the money part, then it doesn't matter. That's so true, man. It doesn't uh, matter <clears throat> because we're not solving a money problem, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're solving a people problem. And so, you know, the more clear we are on then how we serve our client, then the more clear all those things, all those people, all the, you know, everything we just talked about becomes that much more clear. Right, right. Wow, man, that is epic. That is, oh, it's on point. Uh, that motivated me, man. I, I really, I really like what you just said because you broke it down and, and it's actually touching me in a place, you know, my life too. I'm in this weird transition point now where I'm, you know, getting out of the Navy here soon and, and moving on to something, but you're right. You know, it's, you got to focus on the people first because that's where, you know, the money will come eventually, but that's where the problem lies. It is. That's good, man. It is. And then, you know, the other thing is that there's joy in the midst of it too. And and it's so easy. And I'm not saying I don't get wrapped up in the money part too. Uh, I think everybody does because there's certain things we, we desire or certain things that we want. Or, you know, I know for me, I was highly motivated to get my wife home, uh, to, and we homeschool our kids. And, um, you know, I, I find joy in, um, and a pride in, in being the, you know, breadwinner, so to speak, and not, not trying to create any, any chaos on that. No, uh, no worries. Uh, and not a political <clears throat> statement. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a purpose for me and my, mm-hmm. my household. And, and I know that, you know, the more that I can help build and create opportunities for, you know, people on our team and they're successful and I'm successful. And then we create opportunities for our clients and, you know, like the guys overseas, like what I, I cannot tell you how, how happy I am when I, when I hear about folks who are serving the country and in the military, uh, I mean, talk about a selfish job, right. And then being able to help bring, you know, their hard earned dollars into things that will help create wealth for them and their children and their wives or, or spouses, you know, at home. And, uh, and so that, that's what it's about, right? Then you get to actually see it come to fruition. And then all of those things, all those actions, you know, they naturally create income and revenue and all these things that off of what was most important. Right, man. Yeah, Absolutely. That's crazy, but you know, you're right, man. It all comes together <laughs> like that cog, you know, like cog in the wheel, just like you said. hundred percent. percent. All right. Thanks so much, man, for that insight. Really do appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. I want to I switch gears now and just talk a little bit about, you know, Bridge, what you're doing, and then also want to deep dive turnkey investing because I don't think that that's something that, um, that we do, uh, I guess, uh, good enough to emphasis on. Uh, it can be a really, really good way for folks who, aren't 
I guess, as educated in the game to get started and work their way up. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, can you, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do with bridge and, and just kind of dissecting turnkeys a little bit? Absolutely. So I'll start with the first one. So what, what are we doing? Um, we are a turnkey company and we provide our clients with, a. truly a turnkey experience and uh, the process and the way that we run it now has come through, you know, scrubs of our, of our doing and uh, various, you know, issues we've caused ourselves or or, or processes that we put in place that we didn't really understand the outcome. And so, you know, what we do now is we, what a turnkey property to bridge is, is a home that has been purchased. It's been renovated. It's been inspected. So we already pre-inspect it. Uh, we have a list of all the inspection items. We provide pictures of whatever repairs are made. We lend it, uh, we lease the property rather, and then we sell it to our client. So that the first time the client actually sees that property, it's been you know construction's already done, inspection's already done, and then the property's already leased. So it is actually cash flowing on day one. Nice. It. You know, and like I said, we've screwed it up a number of times in a number of different ways. And, you know, we used to sell them literally like I would be off the phone, have it under contract before I, you know, I even own it. And I'm calling a client like, we got something, you know, (laughs) don't do that. It's not a good idea. Right. So, uh, you know, and and so we've also standardized our our, uh, construction as well. So we, we provide the scope of work of that project as well. So the client literally gets to see, you know, after, you know, completion pictures, the lease of the, of that, you know, the tenant, uh, the scope of work inspection, and all of that is in our diligence folder when we, when we send out those properties when they're first available. Wow. Okay. And do you take your, um, your customers, I guess, right through the process while they've identified that they want one, or do you just wait until everything is completely done tenants in, and then you just give them that package so they can go back and reference what happened. So the client doesn't even see a property available until all of that's done. All of it's done. Okay, cool. All of it's done. Because that way, like if you, Mike, were the client, then, you know, you, you would see the email or on the website and you'd see this property available and you'd say, okay, sweet. One, two, three main street. I really like it. That's in the criteria I was thinking about spending or, Mm -hmm you know, whatever the things that are important to you. And then, so you'd say, Hey guys, you know, raise your hand. I'll take it. Say, great, Mike. Okay. It's already tenant. It's already leased, ready to rock, you know? And then for our clients too, when, when we know that they're active and ready to ready to rock on something, we're like, Hey, get your mortgage and all that stuff in line. Right. And that way you're literally, it's an, it's an appraisal if you decide to do one and you know, we're 30, 40 days from you actually being able to close on your, on your property and Perfect. actually cash flowing. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. You know, I mean, everything is, is turnkey at that point. So people who are already on their side with financing and yes, you guys are already on your side to just hand the property over. Yes. And I cannot overstate enough how important that change was mm-hmm. because, you know, we would pay rent concessions if this, if the tenant wasn't placed and, you know, we would have issues and we would do that uh, because we want it to be a turnkey experience. Right but it still wasn't the same. And it takes money from the business. Which, it takes money from the business. Yeah. And it's also, it's also not the best experience for the client. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we decided to do that. And then, we, so we, we give them the scope of work and we also give them a 12 month warranty on the scope of work. Okay. So, you know, if there's, you know, like I'll give an example, we've had a ton of rain in Kansas city, you know, so a flash, you know, piece of flashing leaks and there's a, a roof leak or something, you know, 
if we put that roof on, we're going to go past that, you know, roof, we're going to go fix it. And we're going to, you know, fix the sheetrock or whatever inside. So it's, it's our responsibility. And we want that client to just know that, Hey, we, we have skin in the game on this too. And, um, we, we want to make sure that that is the experience that you have. And, um, you know, it's one thing to have regular maintenance stuff. Right. But, um, you know, anything that was in our scope of work or something that we screwed up, then we're fixing it. Absolutely, man. That's great. That is awesome, man. Yeah. Um, and that's, and yeah, that's really good because that, I think that speeds to your integrity too. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've heard horror stories with turnkey rental companies that'll just give people, you know, the property and then that's kind of like, that's it. You know, they yep. wash their hands of it and it's like, now it's your problem. You, yep. Something goes wrong. Yep. No, it, it, you know, and we, we've had a couple that haven't gone very well. Just, you know, and I, I even tell my team when, when they start, not that I want to have a squirrel moment here, but it's like, Hey, I know you're going to screw up, you know, and I, and we tell our clients, listen, we, we blow it sometimes. Uh, it's going to happen. Right. And I don't want it to happen. I'm, I like to win. I'm a perfectionist. I want it to be right all the time, but it's going to happen. So, uh, instead of us talking and acting like there's nothing ever that happens, let's actually talk about what happens after that. Right. And so then it's like, well, you know, either way I'm going to be transparent that this was the issue. And then more importantly, we're on offense and we're going to solve it. There you go. So that, that that's it. Right. And if you're, if you're honest about it, you're transparent about it and you're, you, you know, we, we try to set it up from the very beginning so that it's so clear what you're getting into. You have, you know, pictures to actually look at. You have an inspection report and repair list actually to look at with a picture of every single item that was repaired. And, and so at least going into it, we can, we can know that there's a transparent, um, you know, clear opportunity to understand exactly what you're getting. Right. So, you know, you, you perfect segue to what, what are the most common problems that you see you know, whether it's, you know, with the process or with properties or whatever. I mean, I don't know, like what, what are the most commonalities that you kind of run into? You know, honestly, the biggest problem we've had is having enough houses to sell. Um, (laughs) That's really, (laughs) well, all right. (laughs) Yeah. That that's been the biggest problem. And, and so it's been a real stunter of our ability to, you know, we bring somebody in, we onboard them, they're excited um, you know, Hey Mike, so nice to meet you. Thank you for your service. You know, this is our, our business. This is who we are. You're like, sweet, man. This sounds great. You know, where do I sign? I'm like, well, nowhere. I don't have anything to sell you. Oh no. That's a good and bad problem to have, you know? <laughs> I know it's painful. Um, and not to say there, there haven't been some problems and challenges in the construction. Like I said, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely have been, that's a, it's a, that's a always something we're working on. Um, you know, that's what we're working on right now too. Just, just further clarifying our scopes and our processes and, uh, the management of those jobs in the field, clarity of the guys who are running those jobs, both on my staff, as well as, um, the contractors in the field, you know, swinging hammers. Right. So, you know, that's definitely one, one area that we've, we've focused on as well. And then, um, you know, we're, we're looking to be on more, more on offense as we, as we look into 2019, because we actually have, um, some really cool things starting to, to come up. And actually I was, you know, telling you before the, uh, 
we're rolling live. And uh, so we have two new markets actually that um, we're rolling out in 2019 and uh, even, you know, potentially prior to 2019. And so um, I'm so excited because we've been able to take all the things we screwed up and all the things we've done well, right. All the opportunities, um, all the stories, all the, you know, clients and all the, the, everybody that we've, we've gotten to work with over the last three years and put that into uh, something that was scalable that we already understood. We are clear on our target, clear on a focus, clear on the outcome of the project and that we could actually deliver something of value and start to, to come much closer to meeting the demand of, of helping our clients, you know, achieve their goals. Right, right. That's awesome, man. And I'm assuming these markets are secret so far, right? Until they launch? They're secret so far. Yeah. Um, I, I can I can mention one of the two. Uh, one we're still working through, but uh, we're, we have one in uh, Pennsylvania and uh, one in southern U.S., I'll, I'll say. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, so we'll, we'll literally be able to hit, you know, three really cool markets. Um, they will be, uh, you know, potentially 100 units out of each of them. In, oh. in 2019. Nice. Yeah. So, um, it's legitimately, um, you know, and, uh, legitimately an incredible opportunity, both for us, you know, bridge and, and also, um, just serving our clients and, and helping, you know, our taglines building wealth and freedom through real estate. And, you know, uh, we, we can two or three X our opportunity to do that for our clients. So it's, it's awesome. That's exciting. That is really exciting. I can't yep. wait to hear about that. So be looking closely and uh, <laughs> listeners out there, you guys should be looking closely too. You know, I mean, turnkey is a great way to start if you don't really know so much. I mean, it's very important that you get educated. Absolutely yep. got to stress that, you know, but, um, but at the same time too, you know, if you're one of those, you know, you know, fire, like, you know, educate yourself a little bit, fire right now, and then maybe learn on the way turnkey deal can be a great deal to get started. Absolutely. And, uh, and another kind of cool, uh, part of that is there's military, um, you know, bases and and folks in both of these areas. So there's a, there's a strong contingent of of folks in those areas anyway. There you go. Um, so that's pretty cool and an extra connection. Uh, and you know, to your point about the investing, I think, you know, and for new people and, and, you know, accomplished investors, Turnkey, you know, might, might not be the thing and it might be, and I think it's, it's important to understand that, you know, you're paying, in our case, you're paying basically retail for a property, but you're paying to know that the things that are done right, uh, the first time you're paying for a reputable company with integrity, like you said that, Mm -hmm. and, um, it's not just me, there's lots of great turnkey companies out there and, um, but I know that, um, if your goal is to not swing a hammer or you don't understand that, or you don't want to solve that, or you're in, you know, Dubai, <laughs> you yeah, know, right. on in the military, yeah, on deployment, <laughs> right. and then you're not solving that problem right now as bad as you want to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously you could put together crews and all these sorts of things, but you know, right. it's, it's pretty cool when we know that, Hey, there's a, so many benefits and, and, and by the way, no matter what your political affiliation is, there's some incredible real estate benefits right now for buying in the next several years. And so there's, there's incredible tax savings with, <clears throat> put, excuse me, with putting your money into real estate and, you know, whether it's true, you know, Carnegie or, you know, um, all of the tycoons of however many years 
you know, real estate has been one of those things that, that every generation and every wealthy family had, uh, that we can think of, you know, it's been a, a huge part of their wealth and their family, um, you know, growing that wealth and their legacy. So it's pretty cool. Exactly. I agree 100%, man. It's, it's one of the oldest wealth building tools that's out there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yep. That's amazing, man. So all right, one last question, and I think it's kind of goes back to your term on markets. How can one, and maybe this question is for more of our advanced investors out there that might be listening, but how do you determine a good market to enter? And, that's a great question. So, you know, a couple of the things that I was thinking about and our team was thinking about as we were looking at multiple markets was, you know, how similar to our uh, avatar, if you will. So what is the avatar of the property that we've, we've been buying, renovating, leasing and selling in Kansas City? How close to that avatar can we get in other markets and replicate that? And so, you know, for us, when we looked at it, like, does the house actually look like a house we've sold? You know, if you have something that's totally different, totally out of the norm of what we've sold, we really didn't want to do that because we didn't necessarily understand the construction. We didn't necessarily understand, you know, who the tenant base for that would be. Uh, so we, we want it to look and feel natural, right? Okay. And then the second would be it had to have similar financials. So we wanted to look at the tax rates. We wanted to look at what the property management costs were. We wanted to look at the placement of those tenants. We wanted the stability of a property management company that was at scale and could operate well. We wanted construction operations and management that was could scale and understood the outcome in, in our, you know, not just at scale, but they're culturally in alignment too. And that right. they want to to have a product that's that's of the same quality, you know, we, we talk about on time, on time quality and budget in our, within our organization. We talk about the quality and in the, and, you know, giving that, that product to our clients in a way that it's actually what we want it to be. And so we, we had to look at all of those things and make sure at the end of the day, it's a house people want to buy. Right. True. So, yeah, you know, even if it, even it looks sexy on paper, if you look at the picture and it's ugly and has no curve appeal and it's a, you know, whatever people still aren't going to buy it. True. So we kind of had to look at all those factors from, you know, construction management, um, you know, what, what does the house look like and feel? Is it, is it in alignment with our other stuff? And then, you know, are people going to buy it? Right, right, right. That's great, man. Thank you so much. Um, Absolutely. And definitely something for our advanced investors out there who may be thinking about doing something like it or even just entering in a new market in general. I mean, I think that's great. That's great. Well, and the other cool part about it is for like, for like, say a a investor, we have a lot of our investors who, who make, you know, a great living, uh, but they just don't want to go out and and try to do all that stuff themselves. They just want to buy the house. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, we see all the time where, you know, in, by us having a couple different markets, now you might want to diversify, say five in Kansas city, you know, and five, in another market, five, in another market or whatever. And now we can actually provide that versus having to send you to a competitor. We can actually, you know, um, help you with that and, um, and provide an opportunity to scale and grow with us too. There you go. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's really good, I think, probably for return customers, right? Because, you know, you build a relationship with them almost, you know, you almost kind of know what they're looking for too. So if there's something exactly. you find, right, you know, and that's, that's good. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for, for all the nuggets that you've given us with this. This has been amazing. It's my um, pleasure, man. Yeah. And I, I got to say, I mean, I mean, I said it earlier, I'll say it again, you know, a testament to your fortitude. I mean, having gone through what you went through, and now where you're at now and where you're going. Yeah, I think that's that's even even bigger and more exciting. So um I feel honored, you know, to be here sitting talking to you and asking you these questions. And um and I hope our listeners out there are taking notes because, you know, this is incredible. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on. It's a real yeah. pleasure, man. Thanks, I do appreciate man. it. Yeah. And now I gotta take you through our bonus round. All right. I don't want right. to uh I don't wanna be remiss here in my duties. So I wanna make sure that you know we can at least get to know you a little more on a personal level. So question yeah. number one for you of three, but I got one question number one. Okay. Uh what is your favorite book? Okay, well uh I I have a number of favorite books and, and I, I talk about them all the time, but I I have on my desk and literally actually reading with my team right now. Uh, so I'm going to hold it up. Extreme ownership, Jocko Willink. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I just, I love this book. I think there's so many amazing nuggets in it uh, to use your language. And uh, <laughs> it, I love how they wrote it too. It, it goes from war story principle and then business application. And uh, so we've sat down with our team and, and literally reading through this book chapter by chapter and applying it to our, our, our business. And so, you know, even if you're a non-military person, there's so much in this. And uh, if you are a military person, have no experience in business, it's great, you know? And uh, so it's just, I've just really enjoyed the book and um, it's been a, a big impact for me personally and, and on my business. So. Awesome. Awesome. There you go. And uh yeah, definitely a good book. I've heard a lot of good uh, good things about it. I haven't read it yet myself, but uh, you have to put on the list. And Jocko, uh, Jocko, <laughs> <laughs> and Jocko, and his his uh, co author Leif uh, were you know both Navy SEALs, and uh, Jocko's a Navy SEAL commander. And holy cow, man, their stories are awesome, and um, they are uh, the real deal. So I believe it. I believe it. I'm looking forward to that one. That's why I love asking that question too, because you know I. I hear all these awesome books I haven't heard about before and boom, it's on my list. So absolutely. <laughs> I will, I'll be asking you questions about it when I read it just so we can keep Do it. in contact. Do it. Um, amazing. All right, cool. So second question, mm-hmm. who is your favorite hero and why? My favorite hero. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't necessarily have a ton of heroes. Um, I've had mentors in my life. So, you know, like the guy I told you about, yeah. um, so I don't know if I'd call him a hero, but he was an inspiration for me. Um, I also think about guys like Warren Buffett who, um, you know, if I'm trying to remember, I think it's called snowball or, uh, something like that. There's, he's never written a book, but he's, I've read a number of books about him. Mm-hmm. So kind of listening to his story and, and how he grew up and how he built this incredible business. And, you know, instead of like buying businesses and tearing them apart, he's, he's really helped investors grow their businesses. And, uh, you know, he started really early on, uh, he called them cigar butts was what he used to call them. These little businesses (laughs) that were, you know, crappy little businesses. And so he could see the value that others couldn't. And he did it growing people's money who were close to him. And then he, he was just incredible at seeing things that other people couldn't see. And, you know, even as he's aged and, 
and um, build a business. He's still just humble and um, helpful and, and an incredible mentor, leader, business you know, owner, and clearly you know, one of the most successful financially guys on the planet. So I really like him too. That's awesome, man. That's inspiring. It is. Read some of that stuff from him too. Cause I've I never, <laughs> I've never seen Warren Buffett in that light. You're the first person that actually told me that. He, cool. you know, that book is like 28 hours on audible. Um, I was oh, on a trip. Wow. I was on a <laughs> to uh, Honduras at the time. So I was literally in, in Honduras and on the flight <laughs> out every night there and on the flight back, uh, trying to, you know, take down this book, but it's awesome. It's an awesome book. Nice. All right. I'm going to look yep. at that. Um, okay. And then last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've already given us a bunch of nuggets of wisdom already, but if you had to limit it to three, all right. Uh, what nuggets would you give to those who are just getting started? In the game? You know, I think it's so important to um, identify what your actual goal is and why, like what's the motivation behind it. So it, it has to be clear enough and it has to be something that you want bad enough that you're going to go to sleep thinking about it and wake up thinking about it and you're going to do something about it. And you know, if it's not, then you do not have the right goal. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it has to almost be obsession level. You know, some people are wired differently, but, um, I think that a lot of times people, there's so many cool things in real estate. So there's wholesaling and there's notes and there's fix and flip, there's turnkey, there's, you know, all, all kinds of different cool stuff. And the fact is there's a million ways to do it none of that matters if you're not excited about it. Amen. Right. Wow. So that's number one. And then I think number two would be, you know, I train mixed martial arts and I've trained for a couple of years now. And, uh, one of the things I talk about with my coach is being uncomfortable uh, in the uncomfortable. And, you know, these things take time. And they take energy and they take growth and they take revision and they take, you know, tweaking and molding and, and, and just getting into something. And so, you know, I remember the first couple of days he would, he would tell me like one combination, like, you know, one, two, you know, one, two kick. And that, that these things would just fry my brain, just trying to understand. And he's like, listen, Nathan, one of these days I'm going to tell you five or 10 combinations at, at once. And you're going to just, you know, bang them out. And, and now I I can do that, you know, and there's still stuff that's hard, but you know, it's, it's harder, uh, because now it's, you know, five or 10 combinations that are different than I've never done before. And real estate's the same way. So you cannot start being all of those things, wholesaler, you know, turnkey, you know, fix and flip, whatever. You have to, um, learn one and, and, and commit yourself to actually understanding it. Because yes, in my business, I do wholesale, I do turnkey, I do retail fix and flip. I have realtors on my team. I have buy and holds. I have all, you know, almost all of those things that you can name off. I have, you know, notes that I've, you know, funded for other folks in my, you know, IRAs. There's a bajillion ways to do it, but I had to learn each one of them. And, and don't be afraid to wait. Hmm on another one, right? It's not, it's not the analysis paralysis. So we don't want to have analysis paralysis. We, we want to have a clear, you know, path 
in, in, in the, the strategic realm of what we want. And then we have tactical steps that we actually take to execute it. Wow, man. That might've been like 52 and one, but <laughs> no, that was really good. I mean, it all centered around the same thing. I get it, which is patience, you know, like, yep. the, just like you said, you got to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And while you're trying to, to, you know, cherry pick all these different little things or the avenues, right. You got to be slow, be methodical, learn something first before you branch on to the next one. Yep. And then I think the third is, uh, relax, enjoy the journey because, you know, every place you're on, whether you're making, you know, thousand bucks a month or a hundred thousand bucks a month or, you know, way more than that. It's so easy to get stuck in feeling sorry for yourself or you see, you know, somebody buying a giant house or has owns a hundred houses or whatever, you know, and, and we don't sit back and say, man, this is pretty good right now. And, 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 and just appreciate that and, you know, go home and kiss your wife and kiss your kids and, you know, husband, whatever it is at home you have that's important to you. Go tell them that, you know, and, and don't, don't let all of the things that are external get in the way of the things that because at the end of the day, if you worth millions of bucks, but you don't have your family there, you know, it, Amen. <laughs> you haven't solved the you haven't solved the right problem. That is so true. Wow. So. Ah man. Thank you. Now that is powerful. That is powerful. Guys, if you are like driving right now, great. As soon as you park, rewind this and go back and listen to that stuff because that is amazing, man. I, I really I, I feel this spiritual connection because a lot of times, you know, when I'm talking to folks, it's weird because I hear things that are exactly what I need to hear. Mm. No, and um, and man, those nuggets are amazing. So I'm I'm thankful for it. Thank you so much for them. And uh, even though you know I, I've already started, you know they still apply to to me, and I think they apply to everyone out there, no matter what stage in the game you're in. So that's awesome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. For that. Thanks for having me on, man. Really yeah. appreciate it. Thank, thank you, and it's great. Is there anything that you want to say that you haven't said to uh, to the folks out there? Um, just people want to connect. Um, you can connect with me on Facebook, uh, just Nathan Brooks. And, uh, you know, if we could be of service, uh, or you're looking for, you know, investment properties from the turnkey side, you know, like I said, we'd love to help you, um, bridge turnkey.com, you know, or hit us up on Facebook and, uh, you know, it'd be our great pleasure to help, help, uh, you know, set your goals and some of those things we've talked about, but what's your, what's your, um, you know, 12 month goal is or you know what you're looking at and then also what you long term and um so we hear all kinds of cool stories whether it's you know helping you know your children you know put them through school or getting your wife home from work or you know having a x number of dollars a month in passive income like (laughs) we just love helping build those ideas into actual you know steps to plan that and so that's what's so fun for us is we get to really actually see it happen in real life in real time for people so awesome man that's incredible ah nathan thank you so much man for your time this was amazing absolutely awesome and uh yeah guys make sure you guys reach out to him i'll have all those ways you can connect with nathan and bridge turnkey um in the show notes uh, as well as that disc profile that you mentioned from tony robbins i'll definitely look that up put that in the show notes as well 
Um, and yeah, it's been great. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you. All right, take care. You too. Bye. Wow. Humbled. That's all I can really say, guys. I am absolutely humbled to be doing this. Man, I'm telling you, this is probably one of the better things that I get to do in life and just be able to share this wisdom with you all. I really hope that you guys are taking a lot from it. Um, Please, please, please go out and connect with our community if you haven't. You already know the ways that you can hit us up, Facebook, Instagram. Check out our website, www.actdutypassiveincome.com. If you are looking for help on getting started, we have a course set up. Also, join our Start the Spark community. If you haven't, we have our own network uh, set aside where we can build, connect, and mentor you all. You got to be a part of it, all right? Like I said in the beginning, Text House Hacking to 345-345 so you can get information on all the exciting things that are coming out in the ADPI community straight to your phone. All right? Later. Later.